This is a slaying moment. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sling for me. I am your host, Alexis A. McCoy, and I hope all is well. I hope you guys are staying positive, safe, and sane, and uh, taking care of yourself and getting in these last couple of months. It's a couple of weeks of summer um, that we're about to embark on before um, fall shows his face, because I think fall is a guy, because he, like... Guys like the weather to be like mild. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, summer summer will be a guy and fall will be a woman, I guess. But anyway, I hope you guys are enjoying your summer and you staying safe because it is crazy out here. We got the monkeypox, we got COVID, we got Ebola in, in um, New York. It's just so many infections and diseases. So make sure you got your vitamins together. You're taking care of yourself. You're eating your ginger. You're drinking your water. You washing your hands, you're washing your face, you're washing your body. You are not going outside if you do got the monkeypox shell. Stay at home. Don't be at the uh steakhouse like that dude was in that video. No shade. But anyway, <laughs> all is well with me. Um, you know, I have really been on this uh centering myself mission. You know, I you know, we all go through times in our lives where God is kind of rebuilding you you know and I've been talking about that a lot this year you know earlier in this year I was talking about my therapy session and I you know I, I was going to therapy and therapy has helped child, therapy has helped Alexis A. McCoy Gonzalez okay because <laughs> I didn't even know I needed it until I got it until it says you know I received it um but centering myself finding the times and the moments in my life when I feel like I'm overwhelmed and I'm overthinking, I saw this meme today uh, that said, uh, stop making up scenarios in your head to make you feel sad about your life. <laughs> That's totally me. I am totally a Pisces to the end of the world. And I know it's more people like that in the world that be over. I have all of these terrible scenarios and making ourselves sad. So I was like, you know, when I get into those moments where I just get to overthinking where your mind because your mind has a mind of its own. People might say, oh, I, you know, I can control to control that mental. Sometimes those thoughts that run in your head, honey, you got to be centered. You got to do some meditating. You got to do some praying. You got to burn some sage. You got to get some, you got to get into your own bag. So I've been finding myself centering myself in, even if that means like sitting lately, I've been doing baths. Like before I start my day, I go and I get in a tub after I come back from the gym and I soak in a tub for 20 minutes, no music, no nothing. And I know that's like, that's a long time to be sitting in your own dirt. I don't give a damn. That's the way that I relax. I decompress. I de-stress. I sit in the bathtub for 20 minutes in the morning. Every other day, I don't do it every day, but every other day to get myself together, especially on Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. The end of the week, I'm fine. But on those first three days, I just be like, especially on Mondays, yeah, I need to be in the tub and decompressed <laughs> before I step up out my house. I need to send to myself. I need to pray. I need to meditate. I need to be in a form of decompression before I 
embark on this world okay so you know i encourage you to find what your centering in is and how you decompress because you know it's so much happening in the world it's inflation you know we all trying to figure out where the coin coming from and where it's going and we're all adulting some of us are adulting those people that are not adults yet live your life but uh and live your life as an adult but we all trying to figure out what our new footing is and how we're where we're going to be stepping at going you know towards the going into 2023 so you know find your center and uh, figure out what that is so this week I you know like as I've been centering myself I read a lot of scripture so I'm a person that is a believer of Jesus Christ and um his his mission his um and all that he has done for us so I um was reading a scripture while I was decompressing in the tub <laughs> And um, this scripture came to me is um, Galatians 5 um, and 14. And I'm reading from the Message Bible. Um, you can find this in the King James Version. But I like the Message Bible because it does layman terms. It kind of get to the point. So um, Galatians 5 and 14, it says, For everything we know about God's word is summed up in a single sentence. And this sentence says, A love others as you love yourself i speak i'll say it again i repeat it for the folks in the back galatians 5 and 14 this is in the message message bible and it says for everything we know about god's word is summed up in a in a single sentence love others as you love yourself so this in other words it said treat others like you want to be treated So I asked this question to myself when I was reading this, I was like, how do we love others? Like, how do we love others as we love ourselves? Right. And then I asked another question. How does this apply to people that don't love themselves? And that's deep, right? Because if you loving somebody like you love yourself, but if you don't love yourself, how you going to love the other people? That's a lot. So I read that scripture and then I saw this um, foreign movie on Netflix. I think it's like, I think it's like Italian or French. It's like over there, but I'll be watching all of the movies on Netflix. And the name of this movie, I'm about to, I'm about to be a spo- spoiler. So if you want to go see it, cut this off right now, go watch the movie, then go back. But anyway, so the name of the movie is Sounds Like Love and it's on Netflix. And it was an interesting movie and it kind of went into what, the scripture was saying so this girl she the movie starts out with this lady she is working this terrible job her boss is like really horrible to her she she is like really just kind of like floating through life nothing really to look forward to she's at work she goes to work she goes home she hangs out with her friends her friends are dysfunctional one of her friends is in a marriage with somebody she don't even love and she's not physically attracted to and the other girl she is um her spouse has died um 15 years ago and she's trying to re-coordinate him re-coordinate (laughs) reincarnate mess that word up reincarnate him in somebody else's body my husband said that loud as hell because i was struggling but anyway so 
Uh, she is trying to bring the person back to life in somebody else's body. So it's a lot of dysfunction. But the main girl, she got her heart broken by this guy. She was with this guy for seven years. And they have been together since college. And they love one another so much. And they were so in love. And she was so in love with him. And they were so um, involved in one another's lives. But, you know, he went, he got a scholarship to go teach in Boston. So they say, and I think they was in... I think they were in Spain. I think, I believe it was in Spain. But, uh, so he got the opportunity to teach in Boston, um, on a teaching scholarship. And they were planning to get this apartment together and all of this type of stuff. So she's going forward and he got this scholarship. He know he going to be leaving. He, they go to, uh, you know, the apartment and they're planning everything and all of that type of stuff. And, but he knows he's leaving. So he didn't tell her and he just leaves. He leaves for seven. He leaves for like years, like, like five or six years. So, you know, she's heartbroken. She's working his job. She, you know, she's just miserable. Like her heart is, you know, she put so much time into the relationship that she didn't, you know, she was so heartbroken and torn up when he left. So he comes back, y'all. He comes back. He comes back into town and the girl that she's friends with that's supposed to be getting her this job um, is dating him. And she's just like torn up about it. She's just like, oh, my God, I can't believe he's back. And he didn't say anything. And he didn't even apologize for leaving me, whatever, whatever. So the situation going on, you know, she's yelling at him. She didn't went up to his job and made it, you know, made an ass of him or whatever. You know, rightfully so, because she didn't get her, you know, I wouldn't have done that. But she, the way she did it was very classy, classy clapback. OK, so she embarrassed him while he was at work. And then um, they ended up talking. He came and apologized and all this type of stuff. And she they get back together like they they, they go back to where they were before. So in the movie, they do like flashbacks of her talking to her old self or her talking to him back then when they were together before the breakup happened. So it was like, uh, they were together and her friends were like, girl, you know, you're so consumed in him. Like you don't think about anything else, any, you know, nothing pertaining to your life. Like your whole life is centered around him and what he has and say he breaks your heart again and then you're going to be falling apart. So she gets the job, a great job in Paris, the job that she wants, the job that she's always wanted, but she, I guess she never went for it or whatever. And he's back in her life. So she was like, you know, I don't think I can take the job. You know, I'm considering not taking the job. And they were like, why would you not take the job? Like, and she basically was like contemplating on taking the job or not. And then towards the end of the movie, they were going to the same apartment that they were going to share together. And she was just flashback into the time that they were at the apartment and he knew that he was supposed to do the internship and he was going to get the scholarship and go to Boston, but he didn't tell her. And he kept on telling her, go forward, go forward. We're going to move into this apartment. We're going to do all of this stuff. And she remembers how he didn't sacrifice his future for her and how she was about to do that for him. And 
the end of the movie basically she ended up taking the um the the job and being in paris and they ended up you know figuring out how to be together but it that story kind of made me think about like after i saw that movie it made me think those questions that i asked how does this apply to people that don't love themselves how do you love someone else when you don't love yourself in this particular situation she was so consumed in keeping him that she didn't understand her own self-love she didn't know how to love herself like she correlated loving um herself as being connected to someone else instead of her own self love and self uh her own happiness and gratification you know and it just made me think about like I can't give my love to you if I'm not fully myself. You can't, I can't even, I can't even give you all of me. I can't even do all of that if I'm not giving you, I'm, 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 I'm not giving it to myself first. So, you know, in this particular situation, it's, it's been, I remember when, um, I was in high school and I had the opportunity to, um, study abroad and I was dating this guy and we we're in high school. So for me, high school, when it came to dating, it was like, uh, we gonna surpass one another. So, you know, let's not take this serious. <laughs> I like you. I really care about you a lot, but it ain't that deep. So at the time I was dating this guy and he was a senior. I think it was like my sophomore year and I had the opportunity to go overseas. I think it was like to London to, uh, study if I got accepted into this competition. And I didn't get accepted into the competition, but my goal was to go to London. And uh, I was telling him about the competition. And when I tell you, he was just like, how are you going to leave me and leave us behind? And, you know, how are we going to, you know, how is this going to work? You really going to leave and go study abroad and all of this type of stuff. And I remember thinking to myself at the time, I was like, yeah, why would I leave him? And then I said, and I thought, and I was talking to my mom about it. And she was like, you know, your happiness, what you want to do and how you want to live your life. If the person that's in your life does not respect it or receive it or support that, then that's not the person you need to be with. Not every situation. I'm not saying that every situation is as simple as this. I was in high school. So for me, I could live my life, right? You know, you have certain situations where you just can't, you got to take additional steps to get to where you need to be to find your happiness you can't just do everything on your own like parents like parents that just up and leave their kids because they want to be happy they want a different life you can't be doing it that's not something you need to do you need to figure out a way to find your happiness without you know disrupting that child's life if you can if it's a mental thing then you know sometimes mentally you can't be in that space but at the time I was thinking to myself, so I remember saying to him, like, if I leave and this is something for me, wouldn't that make you happy? He was like, no. So, you know, during that time, I had to realize that I can't, I can't get myself, I can't be gratified by somebody else. I can't get gratification or happiness and hope and, and peace in someone else. I have to find that within myself first in order for me to be able to give that to someone else or treat somebody how I want to be treated. If the roles were reversed and that person was coming to me and be like, hey, I'm leaving to go to Paris for six months and I ain't going to be with you and I want you, I'm going to go chase my dreams. If I was had enough self-love in myself, if I love myself, I'd be like, you know what? 
you're right. I'm going to miss you. I love you very much, but I understand that this is something that you got to do. So I'm treating you how I would want to be treated if the roles were reversed. I feel like once you understand yourself, your what makes you happy, when a person does something that is right for them, you will, you let them be because you will want the same thing for yourself. So at that time in my life, I realized that I ain't going to find self-gratification in other people. Can't nobody bring me joy. Can't nobody bring me happiness. Can't nobody make me smile if I can't make my own self smile. Or can't nobody make me really laugh like I can't make my own self laugh. Like I have to, I have to love myself first. I have to understand myself first. And, you know, that, that, you know, understanding yourself is, is multi-dimensional, child, because there's some things I understand about myself. And then some things I'll be like, I don't know what the hell it is. But like this young lady in the movie sounds, sounds like love. She was trying to find happiness in this guy because that's all she knew. That's all. That's what she, she wanted love so badly that she was she found it in him and he was her love that's how she labeled it that's what the movie came. he is my love and it's like no it, he's not your love you are your love you carry the love that you have and you know you shouldn't have to alter your love to make somebody else feel good about themselves if you love yourself then people will attract to your love the love that you have for yourself and in this movie she had to realize that she was like dang you know I'm giving up a lot for this person and I'm not happy I'm doing a lot for this person and I'm not happy I'm saying a lot of things that this person want me to say but I'm not happy so when you start looking at it from that perspective like damn am I happy with myself am I happy with who I am no, I'm not. So that means that I need to change how I'm treating myself, right? And it, it I mean, it's it's deeper because it shows the the character of a lot of people when you ask yourself, am I do I love myself? Do I love myself? Do I what do I love about myself too? So if you are able to answer the question, am I able to love myself how I love? Do, love, do you love others like you love yourself? If you're able to ask my, ask yourself, do I love myself enough that I can love on other people the way that I love on me? You can't give everybody the same love, but you can give the, it can equate. Like you can be, you know, if I'm kind and compassionate to myself and sometimes it's reversed. Sometimes you love people so hard and you give them grace, you give them your patience, you give them your time, but you don't give yourself grace. You don't give yourself patience. You don't give yourself the time to get to where you need to be, but you extend that, you extend that branch out to so many other people. But, um, yeah. So that just makes me think, how do people that don't love themselves love, you know, how does that apply to people that don't love themselves? And, and, and it doesn't, because if you don't love yourself, you can't, display that love to other people and so I have an example <laughs> so this was back in the day this is in my like I think I, I think I was like I want to say like 25 was I turning 25 I think I was 25 I think I was about to turn 25 I was 24 going on 25 and 
this girl that I used to hang out with, she had a birthday party. And at the birthday party, it was a girl there that was teaching us how to do like pole dance and sexy moves. Like this was a thing back in the day. They used to do pole dance in class. I know they do it now, but back then they used to be, it used to be like everybody was doing a pole dance, sexy dance class or whatever. And it was fun. And the girl that came, she was in great shape. You know, pole dancers are in the greatest. Anybody that do any pole work, they are in a great shape. Like upper body st- strength shape, legs be looking great, ass be looking great, ass be looking great. Everything just be looking great. So she was in really gr- great shape. And some type of way we were sitting talking and she asked us uh, talking about like body confidence and what you're confident in and what your body can do and how you, you know, when you move, like, you know, how you can accentuate things on your body or whatever. And she asked us, if we saw her dancing, what would we think? And everybody was like, you know, she was so confident and that she was killing it and she looked beautiful. And, you know, I I really want to be moved like that. And I responded, she was doing too much. <laughs> and everybody kind of looked at me like with shock, like, girl, you like Alexis, for real, you're really saying she's doing too much. And because, you know, normally I'm one of those people like, yes, she killing it. Yes. You know, I'm confident. I'm the confident connoisseur, honey. Like I, you know, I was, I I used to be like, oh, she killing it, blah, 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 blah. But but at that time, in that moment in my life, I wasn't as confident in my body at all. Like I feel I was very, very, very insecure for some reason, because I was just like, I just didn't feel comfortable. I had gained a little weight or whatever, but it wasn't like extreme, but I was like a little out of my pocket with my weight or whatever. And, um, I wasn't working out as much and I was getting back into working out at that time, but I wasn't working out at that time. So I was very insecure about my body. And even though deep down in my mind, I thought she looked great when she walked out. I was like, damn, she looked real good. You know, she out here killing it, but I was so insecure (laughs) within myself that I couldn't admit that she was cute like I wasn't gonna tell her she was cute honey not it that wasn't it I wasn't gonna do that I wasn't gonna even embark on that tree right so I couldn't love who she was because and I couldn't express that love to her at the time because I wasn't I didn't have my own self-love. I couldn't, I wasn't in love with who I was at the time. So, you know, projecting that on other people, we don't even know that we do that, right? When you have your own insecurities about yourself, you, you know, facing that, facing those insecurities are, that's the biggest thing. That's how you love yourself when you face your insecurities and you be like, this is me. That's me. And when I see somebody else that is doing said thing or in a in a better situation or I feel like it is, is in a better situation or doing something that I want to do, I can't show them love or I can't show, you know, love them as I love myself because I don't love myself. I'm not I'm not secure within the love of myself. I'm so insecure that I can't even display love. You know, love is just simple form. It's it's very simple. It's a very simple thing that we can express to one another. But when you're insecure, you can't you ain't spewing out love. No. Mm-mm. It's all negativity. It's all like, oh, look at her. She thinks she blah 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 blah. Like my nose was turned up, y'all. I was I had it. 
I had a, like a, a hater tude. I was like, hater tude. Okay. She was showing us the move. I was like, why is she moving like that? Girl, because I was all the way in my bag. I was all the way insecure. Right. And I remember uh, them bringing it up. And I was like, you really said that to her face because that's really how I felt at the time. I was so insecure in my body and she was just body goes and I just didn't like it. <laughs> I was so like, she ain't cute. Her face card declining. Thank you. Yes. Um, But I, you know, that was me and my insecurity. So I understand the power of self-love. And we talk about we talk about self-love a lot, but we don't really embark on the fact that self-love is really a self thing. Self-love is all about filtering through the shit that really disrupts your spirit to get to the part that where you say, hey, it's disrupting my spirit, but I'm going to get to a part where I love this part of myself. or I'm going to change this part of myself so I can understand what my so I can love this part of myself. Nobody wants to face their own demons. And when you think about self-love, you're facing some demons. If you're a person that's insecure about your edges, honey. So when you see somebody with the edges and the edges is laid and they doing all the lead and they swinging their hair, you might be triggered. Because you're insecure about your edges. But once you say, okay, I, everybody don't have long, thick, lustrous hair. Some people have thin hair. Some people have to get um, extensions to even get fullness into their hair. Once I accept, I got thin hair. I got no edges. And my um, hair don't grow to my shoulders, but I can buy I love myself. I know myself enough that if I see somebody with that bomb hair, I could be like, girl, your hair looking good. And they can say mine's look good, even though I bought it. It don't matter. It doesn't matter because when you love, when you know yourself, you love yourself, you're able to display that love to someone else. I think, I think for me, that's what we need to do as a human race. Unpack what you're insecure about within yourself. And once you unpack that and you get to the point of, damn, this is just me. In this scripture, it says towards the end, it says God made us all original. It says it. If you read the rest of this chapter, Galatians 5, chapter 5, it talks about freedom. It's all the, the, the chapter is all about freedom and it's about being free. And God made us all original. That's what it says in the scripture. Aside from love others like you love yourself. God made us all original. So if we all are all individually original. You know how many original things are are made in this world? There are, you know, if you're the original, if you're the, it's only one of you. It's only one, one person like you. You know, even if you have an offspring, your offspring might have something, some traits of you, but they're their own person. Everybody is made individually. We are individually made. So that means that some of us might have some similarities, but at the end of the day, we are all individually made. God individually made us different because we all needed to bring something to the table. So when you think about that, your self-love, when you think about loving yourself, I'm loving myself because I know I'm different from this person, but we have similarities. And that's sim- that the things that we're similar at, I can appreciate, but that's not going to take away from me. That's not going to take 
um, damp, put a damper on my light or anything like that. I can love myself and also love that person for who they are because we're different. So the definition of self-love, and I wanted to say, um, the definition because I think we talk about self-love, but we really don't really know what it means. Self-love means regards, regard for one's own well-being and happiness. So one, you, one person in regards to your own well-being. So your well-being is your temple. When we think about our body, we got to be aligned and centered with our bodies. We got to know what our, we got to know what triggers us, what our boundaries are. That's one, you, one's own well-being and happiness. So my well-being, if I unpack my insecurities and I figure out how I can love myself and what makes me happy and what brings me centered, I am able to spew all of that love that I have inside of me to someone else. Hence, slaying for me is a motivational safe space because I'm one of those people that believe in seeing other people be better versions of themselves because every day I want to be a better version of myself and I work towards that and I love that I am a person that works towards being a better version of myself. It's so funny. I had a conversation with my husband yesterday and we were having a conversation about um, understanding your greatness. And it's okay to know that you're great. And sometimes I struggle with that because I don't want to come off as a person as arrogant because I know I'm great. I know I'm great. But I, you know, sometimes in a world, people make you feel like when you say it out loud, they be like, well, let somebody else tell you you're great. But if I don't think that's my self-love, if I don't understand that I'm great first, the world that is very fickle and very ever-changing and they can flip on you and people can cancel on you I got to know that I love myself my greatness more than everybody else I remember when I was in college and me and my friend at the time we would get dressed up to go to class I always got dressed up to go to class I was wearing heels and everything when I was in high school and stuff but it was my thing. It was my thing. And people would be like, you know, it was a video audio going around. Like, what you dressed up for? Like, stop asking girls why they got dressed up. Black women, why they getting dressed up? And it is a real thing because I remember this girl was like, why are you dressed up? Who are you trying to impress? And I said, uh, I'm trying to impress myself. I impress myself first. I don't do, I don't get cute for no guys. I don't get cute for no girls. I get cute for me. I love me. I'm cozy in me. And I've always been that way. I'm not trying to impress people on the street. We do for what? I ain't going to see these people no more. I'm doing this for me. I hold my head, head up high for me. I get cute for me. I beat face for me. Okay. And I feel like my, my self love that, that, that was big for me because, you know, when you're in a, at my college, it wasn't that I went to a predominantly white school and it wasn't that many black guys so we was in competition they well they was in competition i wasn't in competition with nobody but they were in competition and you know the girls would get they, the girls would dress up they would dress up so they could get the attention of the guys i ain't doing that for what for why i'm dressing up for me i th- i thought my outfit was cute i'm gonna put it on you know and i feel like once you start thinking like i am just doing this because it brings me happiness and it 
and you know, it's my self love, it's my self care, and not everybody is gonna understand that. But the people that get it, the girls that get it, they get it. The, the the ones that don't, they won't. It's some things that people do that's their self love that I'll be like, yeah, I ain't doing that. But I understand that that's your self love, and everybody, and when you, everybody has specific self love too. Let's 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 put that into perspective. Like some people have specific things that you just would never do right but it's other people in the world like we all different but we all similar it's people that's completely different from you and there's a lot of people that are similar to you that do the same exact things that you do and you're able to show that love to them because y'all on the same wavelength so as I said it before, I'm going to read the scripture. It's Galatians 5 and 14 from the Message Bible. And it says, for everything we know about God's word is summed up in a single sentence. And it says, love others as you love yourself. I encourage you to find what you love about yourself. If you can't write it down, right? I love that I am outgoing. I love that I smile every day. I love that I um have, I love that I'm able to like, uh, like smile at myself, like really look at myself. I love my eyes. I love my eyebrows. I love the fact that, you know, um, I am like one of those people that can like be really, really goofy. I love that about myself. I love that I love other people very hard. I love that I am able to serve my community. I love when I serve my community. I love when I'm around my family. I love that um I have natural hair and something. I love when my hair even act crazy, chair. I love it. I love when she uneven sometimes because sometimes my hair I be coming up with some creative hairstyles out of them 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 struggle hair moments. I love that I sometimes have emotional breakdowns. I love that about myself because I feel like I decompress. Like I'm definitely a cryer, y'all. Vulnerable moments for me. Um, You won't see me ugly crying outside, yeah. But I definitely will have a good ugly cry. I love the fact that my husband, when he kisses me, I get butterflies in my stomach. Like I love that type of stuff. That brings me, I that's my self-love. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I am one of those people. Like, if my husband does not kiss me bef- on the forehead before I go to bed, I sleep uneasy. I don't know. And it's just a thing. His his kisses are like my like my my calming sometimes. So you know, I love that, and it it forces me to you know because I love that about him. I love that. That that brings me joy. I express that same love to him, and I express that same love to everybody else. I'm 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 definitely one of those people that believe, and I love people like I love myself. So you know, understanding what you love about yourself, that way that you can spread that love, because love is so something that we want so bad in this world, but we fight to kind of maintain. And I feel like once we spread the love that God has given into us and it was sold and it was a seed that was put into our bodies when we were in our mom and mom's womb and in our dad's nutsack. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. When we were conceived, that love was there. It was a seed that was there. And now it's a big seed because we're big people now. And 
we're able to like spread that. So go ahead and figure out what your love is, what your self love is. So you can go ahead and spread that to the rest of the world. And I just want to thank you guys so much for um, taking the time to listen to this episode. I, I am so honored and blessed and thankful. And I thank God every day that I'm able to, he's able to pour this into me to share with you guys, because at the end of the day, I'm serving him. It, you know, sometimes it might, you know, I might talk my stuff and, you know, I might have my little rants, but I'm human. And, um, this is a motivational safe space. I always want people to walk away from listening to this podcast, feeling like, okay, I received something and I can move forward with something. I can put this in the cuff. I can put this in the envelope in my life and I can refer back to it because when I listen to back to the episodes myself, I be like, damn, that kind of makes sense. Alexis, is that you talking to you? (laughs) Sometimes it is. Sometimes I need that motivational safe space majority chair. So I thank you guys so much for coming back every week and listening and um, sharing with your friend, your friends and your family. Don't forget to continue to listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts and RageWorksNetwork.com, which is where our home base is for you guys to check out all of the episodes and look at the website and check out all of the other episodes, um, podcasts um, that we have on the network. Also, don't forget to follow me, Alexis A. McCoy. Um, Gonzalez is not there, but at Alana Fuss at A-L-O-N-A-F-U-S-S on TikTok. Instagram and Twitter. All right. And don't forget, slam for you is the best lifestyle to live. Have a good day. Bye.